Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. And welcome to a Thursday edition of TC Live on a Friday in Australia. We are just 30 minutes away from live action in Melbourne and Adelaide, plus the start of the ATP Cup semifinals later tonight in Sydney as Spain takes on Poland, all part of our summer down under. Take a look at the lineup on Tennis Channel and TC Plus over the next 13 plus hours. Rafa Nadal coming off a win in his first singles match in five months. He's back on court. Victoria Azarenka and Iga Sviante, a couple major champs facing off. Plus, Naomi Osaka looking to continue her strong start to the new year. With that, we welcome you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Come on in, Steve Weisman, Taylor Townsend, Tay-Tay on TC, PA on TC. Paul Anacone with you as well. And before we get to the action on the court, we start with Novak Djokovic, who will have his fate decided in court, the world number one in the very latest, as he was denied entry into Australia, now in an immigration detention hotel in Melbourne until Monday, a wild 36 hours, posted three days ago that he was granted an exemption to play the Australian Open without being vaccinated. But when he arrived at the Melbourne airport, he was detained and questioned for 10 hours before having his visa revoked for failing to provide appropriate standards of proof for entrance. Djokovic was then moved to the Park Hotel for immigration refugees and will be there until a judge hears his appeal on Monday morning. A lot has happened, a lot still to be determined. Paul, how do you think this all ends? I'm just confused. I mean, it is just one of these things where you scratch your head and... Uh, it's such a shame all across the board, right? It's, it's really tough for Novak. It's a bad thing for tennis. It's a bad thing for uh, Novak and for us tennis fans. And now, you know, to see all the politics involved, it's very cloudy. Um, there's going to be a lot of people trying to sort through things. And, and now Novak's sitting around for five days. I mean, he's sitting there for five days. Is he, do you know if he's able to do anything, or is he just in his room? Does he? I believe he's just in his room. They've requested a tennis court, but for the folks that are in that hotel, I mean, they haven't gotten hearings from, for months. I mean, yeah. some of them years. I mean, so this is uh, a horrible situation for Novak Djokovic. Uh, we've heard from his mother, his father, his brother. Uh, they have been in contact with Djokovic. The report here, his mother said that her son is trying to sleep, but that he can't. His brother described him as tired and stressed out. The conditions at that Park Hotel, Taylor, uh, are, are not, this is not a luxury hotel. Uh, I mean, this, it's, it's not a nice place. Yeah, and I'll have to say, I guess I'm biased. A mother knows best, right? She's, they've been in communication with Novak. They know. And even though they're far away, I'm sure that she senses that there's some tension going on. I'm sure that she knows that he's stressed. And this is a situation that Novak has never been in in his life, in his tennis career, I'm sure ever. And not many people have. So he's having to really pick up the pieces and kind of adjust as he goes. And I'm sure that he's trying to cultivate everything that he needs, all of the information to present a valid argument of why he should be playing the Australian Open, but these are very tough times, and I know that he's just trying to problem solve at this point. 
something he does very well. Uh, this is obviously a developing story. We'll keep you updated on the very latest on Tennis.com. We will hear later on TC Live from Rafa Nadal. His thoughts on Djokovic's ordeal in Melbourne. But first, let's see Rafa playing his first singles match since the City Open in August. Paul taking on Ricardus Barrancas. Well, great to see him back on the court. He got over his COVID illness, and he's been down in Australia trying to get healthy and well, putting in a lot of hours. And Barrancas is one of these players that if you give him a little bit, he will try to grab a lot. But Nadal did not give much the first set. Controlled rallies from the back of the court. Moved extremely well. Kept the pressure on Barrancas, winning 6-2. And right here, Rafa closing the net, coming forward. Barrancas did a nice job in the second set. Tried to get a little bit more aggressive, get up to that baseline. And when Rafa's hitting that shot right there, the forehand down the line, so difficult to deal with. Barrancas hung in there, but right here, 6-5, love 40. Rafa says thank you and good night, all. <laughs> what about 80% of his first serve points? What about half of his return points? And gets his first win of 2022. Meantime, semifinal spots on the line at the ATP Cup in Sydney. The U.S. taking on Great Britain. Taylor Fritz having a fantastic start to the new year. Paul had to win this match against Cam Norrie to force a doubles decider. Taylor got it done. Boy, I tell you what, a great first set from Taylor Fritz. Then second set had a little lapse in the middle part of the set. Missed a few forehands. And Cam Norrie's too good. You can't give him any daylight. Right there, a beautiful angle pass. Norrie goes on to win that second set. And I tell you what, Taylor Fritz has turned over a new leaf. I've been so impressed with his ability to come back and believe. This is his seventh top 15 win in the last four months or so. He believes he belongs up there. He's done the hard work. He trusts himself in big moments and got off to a great start in the third and then sealed it with that. That is hard work paid off. Well done, young man. Said so just had to let it go in the third set. He gets it done. So it goes to doubles. Fritz and John Isner taking on Jamie Murray, former doubles world number one, and Dan Evans, who had beaten John Isner earlier in the day in singles. First set goes to a tiebreak. The Americans able to get that first set. In the second, it went up a break. They were up 4-2, but the Brits came back, took it to five all, and they were able to finish this second this set. This was so hard for me to watch. I was cringing. That's why I couldn't talk. I had my fist in my mouth watching doubles played in a very different way, right, Taylor Townsend? One up, one back. A lot of creative tennis, but the Brits were so tough under pressure. This huge lead in the match tiebreak, 5-0. You think it's over, but it's not. It got close. Got back to 9-8, but the Brits were just better in the big moments. Steve, you mentioned it. Americans were up a set and a break that close. What a great effort from Dan Evans and Jamie Murray. So the U.S. hopes over Great Britain, hoping for Germany to beat Canada to make the semifinals. But Taylor, Felix Auger-Aliassime wasn't having it. Yeah, and this was such an amazing match. FAA really coming out in the clutch, playing well, hitting his forehand extremely well. That can be a the side that can break down at times. He can get very tight, start throwing in some shanks, but he did a great job of defending and Zverev trying to bring the heat on the ground strokes, pushing FAA around. But FAA doing such a great job of staying in the rallies, using the slice to neutralize Zverev, putting him in uncomfortable positions. 
and Zverev just not able to do enough and we know that he can sometimes struggle with his serve, getting the break in the third set and just ultimately zoning in on what he had to do, not worrying about what Zverev was bringing, but FAA brought even more heat. He brought his first top five win of his career. I love the reaction at the end. Business-like from FAA, Denis Shapovalov won as well, and the Great North moving on to the semifinals at the ATP Cup. What a bounce back after the last 3-0 to the U.S. on day one. Meantime, came down to doubles between Russia and Italy. This, Taylor, is our hot shot of the day. Roman Sefulin, Daniil Medvedev against Matteo Berrettini. Oh, Medi! And, and Yannick Sinner as well. What a shot that was. I mean, I was just absolutely in my seat, turning around, up and down. I didn't know what to think in this match because it's such different, a different style of doubles. Medvedev about 10 feet behind the baseline, coming and just retrieving shots that you know, he has no business getting. I asked the people, how does he do this? I'm still people, trying to figure let us know. I mean, please let me know. I, maybe they see something that I don't, but I just, it really amazes me. But Team Russia just did such a great job in this match. But look at him. What is that? The Squidward dance. It said it's the Squidward. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked know him about is. it in Paris. It's a, it's a SpongeBob SquarePants. He looks like Squidward when he does that dance. Maybe we can add that to our TikTok list. Yes, Tay. We, we need to be on that. That's, we're doing that after the show. Uh, first time Canada has reached the last four at this event. Poland and Spain starts today, 1.30 a.m. Eastern, 10.30 p.m. Pacific. And then we'll have the ATP Cup final for you on Saturday night, 10.30 p.m. Pacific as well. What do you make of this Final Four? I'll tell you what, it's been fun to watch. This event is really growing. You can see all the tension in the teams. Players want to do it for their teammates, for their country. And these doubles matches yesterday were so much fun. I mean, I, I couldn't believe what we were watching. Um, I'll tell you, Dan Evans has had a great week for GB, done a great job singles and doubles. And if memory serves me, I think Medvedev and Sefulin, did they play a point where the server and his partner stayed back yeah. yesterday? Yes. We're seeing some creativity out there. I'll tell you what, it's been fun to watch. I mean, this has just been so unbelievable. And these guys have the pressure on. They've really been performing. And this is the type of situation that you want to be in early in the year, testing your resolve, seeing what you're made of. And they're proving us that they've been doing the hard work. A Roman beat the Italians. How about that? Can you do the squid work? Bing Paul, bong. Paul, you Paul, saving my stuff for Tic Tac and Tic Tac. Oh my God! <laughs> he's still saying Tic Tac. Tic -tac. He, he knows what he's saying. Uh, still to come on TC Live, match previews, a lot of big ones today. Sonia Kennett back to her old ways, fighting spirit. And we're checking out the wellness of Sebi Corda. Not exactly what you may think uh -oh. we're talking about. Plus, we will hear from Novak Djokovic's greatest rival, Rafael Nadal on the world number one saga in Melbourne. Don't go anywhere. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Exhibition and excellence. 
18 overall. It's getting tighter at the top of the GOAT list. That was 18. Djokovic would add two more. So right now, the major title leaders all time on the men's side, 20, 20, 20, Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal. Who will get to 21 first? Will any of them get to 21? It is our tennis topic today because Novak Djokovic stuck at an immigration detention hotel right now until Monday. He may not be able to play the Australian Open and get a chance to get number 21. We know Rafa will have that opportunity. But Taylor, how, what do you make of the impact that this situation could have on tennis history as a whole? I mean, this is something that is going to be talked about forever. This is going down in tennis history as something not particularly positive, but it can be a shifting point. It could be something that it can open up the topic of conversation. How far are things going to go? Tennis is an international sport. We travel week to week, different places. We're not a unified organization where we're in one place or have a home base, quote unquote. So this is a little bit of a unique situation, but it'll definitely be talked about, I'm sure, for the rest of tennis history. Yeah, look, it, it's been an amazing time with these three guys, 60 majors between them. And while this is a horrible time for Novak right now trying to figure it out, I think he's going to rebound strong. He's playing the best tennis out of the other uh, two included. So he's been the best of the uh, big three for the last decade. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at the record. So for me, it's not an if for Novak. It's just a when he gets past 21. Uh, Rafa, I feel the same way. I think he's the favorite at uh, Roland Garros this year and next year and probably five to ten years after he retires. So I think <laughs> Rafa. And for Roger, we just don't know. We're hoping he gets healthy. And he always has a shot at Wimbledon in particular. But at 40 years of age coming up, it's a, it's a tough one. Nine of the 20 titles on the major side for Novak Djokovic have come in Australia. Just one of the 20 for Rafa Nadal, who was asked about Novak Djokovic's situation. Here's what he had to say. If he wanted, uh, he will be playing here in Australia without a, a problem. No, he went through a, uh, another. Uh, he makes his own decisions, and everybody uh, is uh, free to take uh, their own decisions, but then uh, there are some some consequences, no. And uh, of course, of course, I I don't like the the situation that uh, is happening. In some way, I I feel uh, sorry for him, but at the same time, um, he know he knew the conditions since uh, a lot of months ago. What's your reaction to what Rafa had to say? I, I, I love Rafa's press conferences. You know, it's just kind of how he goes through life. It's very pragmatic. You know, he, he basically, he goes through life as he goes through his tennis. He tries to give himself the best chance and the most likely chance of success. And that's how he looks at this equation. And he's saying that there's accountability for whatever decision you make. So... You knew a few months ago you take the path A, this is what happens. You take path B, this is what happens. So you take the path of least resistance. I love the pragmatism. It takes some of the emotion out of it. Probably the fans don't love it, but I think it's a very honest and uh, honorable perspective. Pragmatism and empathy as well, because yeah, yeah, he does feel bad, bad for Definitely, the situation yeah. that Novak is in. Rafa, not the only one talking about this. We have legends of the game, including uh, Rod Laver, the man who, in fact, name is on the court where Djokovic has raised the trophy nine times, has earned. Novak to reveal the reason for his medical exemption. A, a lot of folks want to know that, Taylor. And in fact, 
Because of this situation, the Australian Border Force officials are now investigating a couple other individuals who were granted exemptions but don't meet the government entry requirements. So this could get some other guys out of the tournament perhaps. What do you think about that, that are already in Australia? This is getting sticky, icky, and all kinds of <laughs> why words. Right? I mean, it's just, it's such a tough situation to be in. And at the end of the day, I mean, everyone is entitled to privacy and to be able to protect their reasoning on why they did or did not do something. Everyone has their reasoning and explanations. Do you have to share those things to the whole world? No. I mean, of course, the tennis world wants to know because it, it will answer a lot of questions. But then again, this imp is having an impact on now on other players, which is kind of making it a lot more tricky because I'm sure that those players did not think that they would be in this situation of being investigated, you know, getting to Australia. So, I mean, it's just, it's messy, but I just hope that things can be a little bit more clear, get resolved, and, and hopefully see Novak Djokovic playing. You made a great point about the other players now being under the microscope a little bit. You know, that's the pro and con of, of being an icon like Novak Djokovic and all these great legends. You get bonuses and you also have some extra baggage to carry because you're going to be under the microscope a little bit more. Um, and as far as people having their rights to, you know, to withhold the information, sure, that's, that's, a, that's a, a right that you have. It's just very difficult when you go to these foreign countries where the rules are X, Y, and Z, and we have to conform one way or another. You open yourself up um, when subjectivity is involved, as it is in this instance, and boy, it, it's gotten really messy. It's such a shame because it's taken away from the main focus, which is tennis balls, tennis players, and a great event. Still 10 days away from the start of the 2022 Australian Open. A lot to be determined, especially on Monday when Djokovic has his appeal hearing. Stay tuned to Tennis Channel and Tennis.com for all the latest news. When we come back, we'll check in on Sevi Korda's start to 2022. Taylor, Paul, Steve, back on TC Live. Coming up top of the hour, we've got the young American, Amanda Anasimova, in action against Arena Camilia Begu. Looking forward to that matchup. Expecting big things in 2022 from Anasimova. Well, what a match we had yesterday between Riley Opelka and Maxime Cressy. Paul, you could say this was a match for the birds. I see what you did there. I got to tell you what, a little duty on the hat, right? Is that what we got going, Steve? Can I say luck, that on though. TV? Huh? It's good luck when the bird poops on you. I'll tell you it, what. It went, on the bill. it went on the bill of the cap. That's what I've heard. And Riley Opelka up a set and four all. You think maybe that'll get him over the finish line, but uh, that was not the case. Cressy did a good job in the second set tiebreak. Look at the forward movement. Just love to watch this guy come forward. Did a nice job winning that second set. And how about a match point down? Saved a couple of them. Little inside out volley there. And here at 10-9, Riley Opelka, top of the net. And what a great story Cressy is. You mentioned it, Steve. Yeah, former UCLA Bruin who just keeps getting better and better. Saves a couple match points to take out Riley Opelka. And he is moving on. On the women's side, Naomi Osaka, no trouble at all, Taylor. Extended her winning streak in Melbourne to 12 matches. Yeah, and I'm so glad to see Naomi building on her momentum that she gained in the first match. This was not a test for Naomi at all. I mean, she was playing so well, was really hitting her targets, and Zaneskova did not have 
much of anything to hurt Naomi, wasn't able to really push her back off of the baseline. Naomi was just totally in control of these ground stroke rallies and did a great job of opening the court with angles. She used the angles a lot more than I've seen her, but I mean, overall, very clean macro Saka. She should feel good going into her next round. 11 winners, 90% points won on her first serve. Osaka moving on and then over in Adelaide. Former Australian Open champion Sofia Kennan taking on Isla Tomjanovic. And Kennan back to those fighting ways today. She was down a set and 5-3. Tomjanovic started strong. Yeah, and, and this is a match of some big hitting, big ground strokes. Tomjanovic has such a great backhand, but Sofia Kennan just doing such a great job of fighting, using her deep backhand and her ability to change the direction and hit deep through the court with the backhand. That's her favorite shot. If she can lean in on the backhand side, she'll do it. You can see her just being able to fight back and not giving away any points. Kennan doing a great job of just digging out and once again, that backhand to change direction and it's unreturnable for Tomjanovic. Overall, Kennan doing a great job moving as well. I was surprised at her defense, but I'm sure that she's relieved to get through this match. What a great fight. 55 winners for Kennan. Guess what? She gets Ash Barty next. That's going to be a big-time test for Sophia Kennan. Uh, we realize the Novak Djokovic situation is extremely serious. We take it that way. But the internet is undefeated, and there have been some memes circulating. And as we enter the social net, Taylor, one of the memes circulating oh has been this one. Roger Federer's face on uh, the airport border control. It can be a good thing or a bad thing when you can turn into a meme. It's great for, no, uh, for Federer, not so good for Novak. But, I mean, honestly, this is hilarious. Yeah, you gotta Let's be, be honest. <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to smile, even in a really serious situation. I, I think I saw one with Rafa in a car as a policeman, yes, too, with a I cap on and sunglasses. So. I mean, how do they do this? I internet mean, it literally happens lose. so fast. It, the internet, they, they, you can't do anything. Doesn't lose. Federer has yet to reply to this one, so... Uh. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. <laughs> uh, we, we teased this earlier, checking in on uh, Sebi Corda. You know, he tested positive when he, when he arrived bing bong. In, in Adelaide. New definition for bing bong right there. Debbie Corda mm. needs a cup. That's what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is, I, this is kind of bringing back um, Australian Open 2021 where everybody is hitting up against right. the windows yeah. with bed sheets and all type of stuff. Mm. But I mean, I guess he learned, but you know, you just got to make it work. But goodness gracious, watch Get, out. Yikes. Man. Getting knocked right in the central business district. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Sebi, by the way, said he has tested negative since then. Uh, apparently three negatives for, uh, for Sebi. Good. Hopefully he's feeling better and get on the court soon. Yeah. That's, that situation is just plain nuts. Uh, lots oh, to get nice. to here Yikes. on the Tennis Channel. Melbourne, I didn't Adelaide. I just want to say, I didn't say that. I just say you that. said, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, TC Live coming your way, 6.30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. We've got Osaka in action, 4.30 a.m. Eastern. Wake up early to see Naomi in the ATP Cup semifinals. Spain, Poland. That's RBA against Hubie Hercotch, 1.30 a.m. Eastern. Back to wrap up the show after this.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back on TC Live, get ready for the Australian Open on Tennis Channel. We've got a daily two-hour TC Live pregame show. Myself, Lindsay Davenport, Martina Navratilova, John Wertheim. And then tune in each morning for extended match highlights from Melbourne. It all begins Sunday, January 16th at 5 p.m. Eastern. These guys will join us. They're having a ball. Nice. Yes, ball. Nice. Everybody's getting in on the fun today. You guys are on a roll. <laughs> Is it, oh, a roll? Oh. Ball. Look at Taylor. Oh, Come on. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Shelby Rogers in Adelaide. We will see her take on Elena Rybakina. Gal Monfils against Tommy Paul. Looking forward to that one. Rafa in action. Sviantek has a rank. A Hubie taking on Roberto Bautista Agut and Osaka Petkovic. Let's, let's talk about these matches that we're going to see over the next 13, 14 hours here on Tennis Channel, starting with Rafa Nadal. Uh, 17 straight years in the top 10 for that man. He's had a lot of <laughs> not, good draws, though, Steve. Not, not too shabby. Uh, what, what do you take from what he did yesterday? Obviously, he, he pulled out of the doubles because he you know, was, was a little tired after playing his first singles match, and then today gets back-to-back days of singles. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, right? I mean, a lot of the problem is when you have had a long break, and remember Rafa coming off illness, coming off COVID, maybe he doesn't have all of his energy back. You want the match reps, but he looked pretty sharp. He's just trying to build up comfort and confidence in his game. Looked good uh, in the doubles, looked good in the singles. And today, the back-to-back stuff's going to be interesting. Mm. Uh, Naomi Osaka, back-to-back wins to start her year. A little tougher test with the former top tenor and Andrea Petkovic today. What do you expect from this match? Well, it's going to be some big hitting, but Andrea Petkovic is one of the best movers. She covers the court so well, and she's very efficient with her moving. So Naomi's really going to have to continue to use the angles to open up the court, get Petkovic on the move, and then use the big ground strokes to just change the direction. And Petkovic can't really hurt her as much from the ground, so Naomi should feel good there. But a big thing is that she's going to have to serve well today. All right. Uh, We've got Gael Monfils, the number one ranked Frenchman. He's got a new racket. He's got new gear Tommy Paul's got a new career high. I know you're excited for this one. Boy, this is going to be so much fun, too. The best athletes out there. We've seen Monfils do it for so many years. Just run, retrieve, hit some just spectacular shots. Tommy Paul, one of the quickest guys on tour, finished the year winning Stockholm. Can Tommy Paul find a way to finish the point consistently against the great defensive skills? That's the question that Gael's going to ask. And we're going to have the answer right here on Tennis Channel. Who would win in a 40-yard dash, Monfils or TP? 40-yard dash, I go with Tommy Paul. Really? Okay. What do you think, Tay? I mean, it wouldn't be fair to, to say Tommy, so I'll just say Monfils. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give him the first step advantage. Okay. Very explosive. I think if you go a little longer, I go Gael. Okay, so 100 meters, 
guy I'll stay. He's going to yeah. make the comeback. But quick, so. quick, Tommy Paul. I'd, uh, be, I'd be right, just right <laughs> by him, just yes. this far behind. <laughs> uh, we've got two major champions playing later today. Victoria Azarenka taking on Iga Sviantek. Excited for this matchup. Who do you think has the edge here? I mean, I, I think Azarenka, she's playing so well, and she's very tough to beat. She always plays well in Australia. She starts the year so amazingly. Sviantek looked very good against Fernandez, but I don't know if she's going to be able to have the answers for Vika's power and her aggressive ground strokes through the court. You're able to rush Sviatek sometimes, especially on the forehand side. So that's what I'm going to be looking for in this match. Well, since uh, my friend Tay-Tay has mm -hmm. not made an incorrect prediction this week, I'm going to go against you just, just to make <laughs> okay. it a little. I'll tell you what, Sviatek yesterday was amazing against Fernandez, one and one, just hit her off the court. So I think she may have the power to make Vika uncomfortable. My biggest thing is she's got to get the first strike in. She can't defend. If she ends up having to defend against Vika, that's going to be trouble. Sviatek has beaten Leila Fernandez. Azarenka's already beaten Paula Bedosa. Good tennis. Who's Good tennis. going to win today? Taylor, you're headed to the booth first today. You guys, come check me out. You want to no, no, <laughs> oh, give me a road map to get over there? You know how you get there, right? I think I got my you running got shoes on, on, people. It's oh, a, look at you. It's a 40-yard dash <laughs> to Jason Goodall in the booth for this match. They're drying uh -oh. the courts, but there is a roof. It's Rod Laver Arena. There's a roof there. We're good. We're Amanda good. Anasimova will be on the court against Arena Camelia Begu. For Taylor and Paul, I'm Steve. Thanks for joining us on TC Live. We'll see you tomorrow. The live action starts after this.